0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: You are listening to mm-hmm. Metal Shop's Backstage Pass.
0: Episode number
2: 53.
3: Yeah! Hurry, 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 hurry. What's up?
2: We skipped a week. I went camping last week, dude. I had to get the f- out of town. I had to get out in the woods. Yeah? How was that? Tell us, give was, us a little rundown. It was great, man. I didn't wear shoes all weekend. Are you serious? Yeah. Did and you get your tetanus it shot? It's not a bad idea, but I definitely walked out of there feeling a little sore on my feet. It's pretty rugged, dude. How
3: many beers did you consume over the weekend?
2: Well, we were only there for one night, so probably like... 15. 15, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the magic number. We that's all know. Awesome. Anyway, my name's Ian, that's Kevin. Hello. And Ryan the Beard. Yo, yo, yo. And episode 53 of Metal Shops Backstage Pass. What have you guys been up to this week? It's been sunny as balls. It has been. It's been beautiful.
4: Yeah, man. It's Wonderful. Been, it's been a nice week. I uh, worked on a new... Bunch of music stuff. Uh, did a little bit of recording. Um, worked on some pre-production for my band and helping out a buddy of mine's band get their record. Wait, hold on. Run.
2: I like how Ryan just sandwiched in. I did a little work on my band in between all this other shit that you. We've been bugging you to get Pound stuff out for how long now?
4: It's it's been a while, man. Couple years. I'm a perfectionist. A little. It'll be out when it's out. And okay. It'll be worth
2: it. I'm still gonna keep calling you out on that.
4: Ah, uh, that's that's okay, man. Um, but yeah, so uh, my buddy Tony's parents were in town, and he had a lot of he had to work and do all this other stuff. And his folks are awesome, super rad, kind of hippie-ish dudes from way back when. And all right, yeah. So I... so they uh, smoke weed. Oh yeah. So okay,
2: I, that that's the code word. Um, yeah. Um, oh, they're hippie parents. Now yeah. they just smoke weed, man.
4: So uh, I played Tour Guide. It, cool. was, it was a good time. It was fun. I, I went to go see a show at the uh, at Numo's. Um, kind of ended up getting dragged there as folks wanted to go Ooh. see it. It was, uh, I can't remember the name, Dan Deacon. That's that's who it was. Dan, Dan Deacon? Electronic yeah, he, music? Yeah, he's he's the guy who did the Drinking Out of Cups video. You know, the being a bitch, drinking I out of cups? Don't, I
2: don't, man. I have any uh, uh, yeah, Sorry, bro. I'm not that
4: in-depth on the internet. Yep, so... Anyway, it was fun. It was weird. <laughs> I'm being a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you pop some Molly? Start sweating? I, I did not. I with I, some old hippie. I, folks? I do not take the appropriate drugs to get the full effect of uh, that concert. That some weird stuff. Uh,
3: I went to Gig Harbor and got a guitar. That's cool. Yeah, that is man. cool. Yeah, it's a cool one too. It's nice. It's like an Epiphone Les Paul. It's uh, that uh, left-handed. It's the Honey Burst, like that Honey Sunburst.
4: Yeah, Looks like man, Slash's
3: guitar. Light. Yeah. It's hella. a mute. Bea- uh, Ace, nice, so. Ace
2: Freely also played a guitar that looked a lot like
4: that
3: Yeah Pretty, man. Maybe in like three months I'll be able to play Smoke on the Water
4: <laughs> Dude you you'll be able
2: to play that in five minutes Bam, bam, bam That's definitely a, a solid beginning track do, do
4: you remember when you learned how to play Smoke on the
2: Water? I played. I learned how to play "Smoke on the Water" on the bass, so it was even easier.
1: <laughs> you it's
3: have one, one
4: string? It's one to deal with. Yeah, come on. I was like
3: 14, so fuck you. Uh, this week, I also watched that documentary, the uh, new Kurt Cobain documentary montage of Heck. How was oh? Uh, how is it on HBO? It's it's really good and uh, it's disturbing. I mean, it's sad. Obviously, the ending, we all know it. Right. It's a terror it's but the way he they splice his audio from interviews in with uh all kinds of visuals, pictures, journal entries and also they do like animation and it's pretty cool. It's you know it, it's just an odd thing seeing like this guy who's like this northwest music icon and you just see that he was kind of just a fucked up depressed kid who right you know kind of loved the idea of being, like, a Led Zeppelin, but also felt so much punk rock guilt that he, like, was shamed that he was... Felt bad for getting big. Exactly, yeah. He just... It was, like, a, a very conflicted human being, so it was interesting. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it also... Everyone gives Courtney love <laughs> and and, uh, you know, for good reason, I guess, but at the same time, it kind of... Yeah, she kind of sucks. It paints a visual of just kind of being... I mean, she's f***ed <laughs> up, they were f***ed up, the whole situation was f***ed up, so if you were in that situation, it seems like... Not much room to judge because yeah. it was all just f- <laughs> up, but, anyways, yeah. she uh seems to not really have made her way out of that hole.
2: Uh, dude, have you seen Courtney Love recently? I have not. It's, she's pretty rough looking, man. Yeah, she's the guy through a lot of plastic surgery. She's got money, you know, that's so true. She's got a, the ability to do what she wants, and then Frances Bean, who
4: is gorgeous, by yeah, the she's way. a babe, like mega babe looks, like, super, like, dark and gothic-y. I've, I've heard that she just, like, hates her dad, just doesn't even want to talk about Nirvana or anything like that. Interesting. It's, huh. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I've, I've heard she just doesn't want to have anything to do with it, just can't stand it, and just really despises it. Oh, God, Courtney Love looks rough. Oh Well, right.
3: Whew. Anyways, documentary's pretty good. It's called Montage of Heck. Good. It's out on theaters good. now. I would watch it on HBO, because my roommate, the guy I'm staying with right now, he, uh... He actually has HBO. It's fucking sweet. So we watch Game I of do. Thrones. Yeah, and all I have that shit. HBO too. It's awesome. Yeah, Game of Thrones. And uh, have you guys seen that documentary on the uh, Scientologist called Going Clear? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. God. It's so f- oh,
4: f-ed up. it's effed up. <laughs> I can't believe Tom Cruise is so creepy. <laughs> uh, that <sighs> with his tooth. that tooth in the center of his skull. That's oh, just it's like so creepy. Proof
2: that human beings are just fucking dumb as shit. Yeah, straight up, pretty much. Thanks HBO. Yeah. Uh, if you have the chance while you're over there, you should watch uh, a lot of the Bill Maher, politically incorrect with Bill Maher. Okay. That show's great because uh, it's on HBO and they yeah. can say whatever they want, and uh, it's a great political talk show because he does bring on like all kinds of Republicans and like members of the religious community and stuff, and actually like straight up asks them really. He goes there. pointed question. Yeah, exactly. It's politically incorrect. Check that out on HBO if you can. I'm interested to see who- We need get, to go up- HBO's upstairs. Like, we need right to go raid us. their DVD cabinet. Let's like dig a whole tunnel up through the roof into the prize cabinet <laughs> and get all the seasons of Game of Thrones.
3: So uh, I, the thing I'm interested in is seeing how this new Daily Show host is going to do. Trevor Noah- yeah, um, he's from South Africa. He looks funny, man. Yeah.
4: he. I mean, I watched a bunch of his stand-up, and uh, John Stewart had put out, had tweeted a video of his, and he said, if you're trying to get to know this guy, this is the stand-up video cool. to watch, because it tells his whole backstory, and he really goes in depth with it. And Man, he looks like a funny dude. I mean, it, I was cracking up at his stand-up stuff, and he seems like a really, really well-educated, well-rounded person, so <laughs> I, I'm, I'm I, stoked for it. I'm not stoked for it. I mean, John I, I'm or, sad to lose Jon Stewart, but I'm still- Jon Stewart if, is The Daily Show. Yeah, it's I,
3: interesting because, like, th- The Daily Show happened before Jon Stewart with, like, Craig Kelborn, right? Yeah. But nobody really remembers that because Jon Stewart has been such a staple. It's like, you know, he's like Peter Jennings. He's one that ABC took it, yeah. Hey,
4: let, let me put it this way. I'm glad that if, instead of replacing it with some random guy, I'm glad they actually found what appears right. to be a really good fit, you know? I.
2: Well, yeah. the thing about The Daily Show is that a lot of the people that were on The Daily Show went on to do all of the other stuff. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
4: Like, almost, like, th-
2: I can't remember Colbert any of Colbert Report. Him. Colbert, the dude who was in The Hangover, uh, Steve Carell, yep. was on yep. The Daily Show back back then, then back went on the to go on and do all these movies. year old You and, and, and yeah. a
4: lot of the writers from The Daily Show have gone on to write for all these really awesome big comedy movies and things like that, huh. and it's... That, it's a huge show. It's <laughs> yeah. it's. Uh, I would I would compare it to what The Simpsons was back in the day, like kind of kind of like a a farm league for people that are working right. on their people comedy shops, up. yeah.
3: And uh, also, when I was up in journalism school up in Western, they were talking about how <laughs> our generation trusts The Daily Show more than right. There was like fifteen quote, year, quote, reputable yeah. news sources. Fifteen years of actual news, yeah, that was delivered to young people. There's some satire in there, but right. at the same time, it's just commenting on truth too. All the news, and it's and it's real. So. It's funny how
2: far down the rabbit hole we do, uh, we we do go. I, I did a lot of gardening this week. Yeah, that's all I did this week. Uh, After I got home from camping, I had a, the nature vibe, so I like tilled out part of my lawn and just planted a bunch of vegetables.
4: Oh, legit gardening. Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: Like actual, n- not illegal gardening. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Like gardening. That I can eat. And I uh, my favorite thing I planted was some uh, three big-ass pumpkin plants. Yeah.
4: Cool. Did you learn
2: this from Cisco? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I used to have to get up at 4.30 in the fucking morning and go hang out with that guy. Cisco is, shout out to Cisco. What up? Cisco's, oh, don't you know our uh, Cisco is awesome. Oh, my I thought you meant Cisco. the guy that's like,
3: that thong, 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 thong. Yeah, with the silver <laughs> head. Yeah.
2: Had to He's wipe like, up. Four foot five. His spray-painted skull. Nope. That's it. I've been listening to a lot of old old music, old rock and metal. Yeah? Like, I've been trying to catch up on, like, the entire Dio back catalog that I wasn't, like, super familiar with. Okay. A lot of Thin Lizzy this week. Nice. I listened to a lot of that. My neighbor came out this week while I was listening uh, to Dio while I was gardening, and, like, I could tell that he had this, like, angry look on his face. He was going to come out and be like, you need to turn that down. And then once he got close and finally heard what it was, he just kind of was like, oh, Okay. And then turned around to walk back in his house. I was like, okay. He respects cool. the Dio. Right.
3: He's like, oh, it's Dio. All right. Never mind. I That's was going to say something. Yeah. If it was anything else. You damn kids and your Dio. But it's fucking <laughs> Dio. Good times.
2: Right. Well. It's about that time of the week. We got to catch you up, man. There's been a lot going on in the metal world. Hell
3: yeah. A hell of a lot. Uh, uh There's... <laughs> So many different awesome ways to start this. I'm just going to say, I'm not even reading this news story, but there's a headline that says, Watch Huntress's Jill Janus motorboat a woman.
2: Where is that news coming from?
3: <laughs> Metalsucks.net. <sighs> God damn it.
2: <sighs>
3: so, yeah, you can check that out if you want. That's Ooh, not where I thought re- we were going to start. Not really much to talk about there. <laughs>
2: Speaking of respectable metal, Skid Row is in the news again. The only thing I've seen Sebastian Bach do any good recently has been on the Trailer Park Boys.
4: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, that was great.
2: Some of those episodes that he's in are the best episodes they've ever done. But uh, they, the band Sebastian er, Skid Row turned down... Reuniting with Sebastian Bach for two hundred fifty thousand dollars per show. Yeah. For two shows. They were gonna make five hundred thousand dollars and their bass player didn't want to do it. <laughs> Just straight up was like, nah. No, no, we're good. I'm
4: good. Yeah. Did you did you see Sebastian Bach playing at the Nectar? Really? Coming up here in Seattle? Yeah. Wow. See, that's yeah, there you go. I don't have the date in front of me, but the nectar, man. How the mighty like, have fallen. I, weird.
2: The mighty. <laughs> they have fallen. Uh, sorry, so, Sebastian. Sorry, dude. We need to add that guy to the list of bands that we need to look out for when they come through. Uh, so he'll actually turn up and like put a fucking mud hole in your ass. Uh-oh.
3: So, uh oh. So Faith, were talking. Faith No More is going to be playing a bumper shoot this year. Uh, they just came through, totally sold out show at the Paramount. Uh, they have a new record coming out, and apparently they had Duff McKagan play their Gimp live on stage with the Gimp mask, the full leather. And all that stuff. Duff McKagan, of course, of ex Velvet uh, Revolver, Guns N' Roses. Duff McKagan, loaded. A big friend of KSW is a GIMP. He He's is gimpy. In a BSDM. Is that what it is? BSDM? BDSM? BDSM. BDSM. There you go. All uh, right. I'm going to beat your balls with a whip. I'm trying to get into that world. You can make Holler. money doing that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you got a bald head you could like slether into that latex suit. Oh no. There you go. <laughs> I'm
3: trying to get some meat hooks back on my pipe.
4: back. Ew. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> trying to hang <laughs> <laughs>
4: Jesus Christ. The truth <laughs> comes
2: out. In episode fifty three,
4: <laughs> that, that's the real reason why Kevin shaved his head. It had nothing to do with hair. You don't get to delete that. <laughs> uh, I'm just
3: playing.
2: <laughs> uh, why did a dude drop five thousand dollars to hang out with uh, Dave Mustaine for like an hour? <laughs> uh, well, that was like what, one of the, the things. What's punch the punchline? <laughs> the
3: Kickstarter for their new record or something
2: like that that they're trying to do.
3: He dis disapp- Dude <laughs> drops five k for a songwriting session with Dave Mustaine. <laughs> <laughs> disappoints parents. <laughs> That's great. $5,000, man. There's a lot of things you could do with $5,000. It's a
2: songwriting session, so he's going to help you write a song. A songwriting session, a sit down. It's uh, one of the band's campaign to crowdfund their next... They don't need to fucking do that. Why are they doing Megadeth is
3: crowdfunding their next record. They're just like, we don't want to pay for it. We don't want to be on a record label anymore. You can pay for it. You have money. That's a lot of money, dude. $5,000. Send me your money. That's, that's a, like a
2: $5,000 crack party. <sighs> Maybe that's just me and my White Center neighborhood.
4: <laughs> Probably.
3: So this guy spent $5,000, and he got to hang out with a... I wonder what's going to happen. ...moderately boring dude. <laughs>
4: I wonder what kind of insane he said during their lesson. I wonder if he was in the middle of just, just okay, so next you're probably going to want to go to the fifth. By the way, you know, Obama's not really from the United States, right?
3: He's uh, like, hey, Dave, okay. can we focus on the. Yeah, can you just show me how to riff a little bit <laughs> faster? God, that dude, yeah. Dave, yeah. Stay out of the media, bro. Hello, Dave. It's me, Dave.
2: Uh, Soulfly is coming back on a tour with Soilwork and Decapitated. Sweet. Super awesome. They're coming in October, rounding out the year. I can't believe we're already talking about rounding out 2015. That's
3: Uh, weird. October 3rd at Studio 7. Soulfly, Soilwork, Decapitated. That'll be cool. Sweet. Well, uh, Archspire is also going to be coming back, and uh, they're going to be touring alongside, let me see here, Aborted, Fit for an Autopsy, and Dark Sermon. What's and the deal with the Seattle date? It says to be TBC. TBC. What is? I that? believe it's going to be at Studio 7. And it's May 27th. We need to get on that. Yeah, let's do it. Why aren't we on that? Uh, we'll get on it.
2: Send an email. S-
3: you send an email. Send a fucking
2: memo. Yeah, I know. Uh, you guys talked
3: about Gruesome last week on Metal Shop? Oh, uh, yeah, we played uh, Brand New Music by them. They're sick. It's, uh, it's members like, of
2: Exhumed possessed malevolent creation.
3: Sounds like a super old school death metal. And Dirketta. With that classic Death Metal Crunch. Death Metal Crunch? Crunchy Crunchy. Well, you might recognize this song right here.
2: Apparently these guys have been covering uh, Black Magic since 1984. It says that uh, Death was never a band that had a lot of covers, but they did occasionally close their set with a rendition of Black Magic. And it's a cover that dates as far back as an old 1984 Death slash Montas rehearsal we felt it would be appropriate. So they were considering the exorcist by possess, but since they were doing this already, they said, screw it. So, Slayer cover, that's good. Yeah. Skip halfway in.
1: Yeah.
3: Sweet, sweet meats. Some Slayer. All right, well, that just makes me feel better about the day. Gruesome covering Slayer. Check it out. Check it. Uh, Six Feet Under has a new music video out. It's called <laughs> Open Coffin Orgy, uh, directed by Mitch Massey. He's worked with Whitechapel to cattle decapitation, does some pretty effed up stuff. And uh, yeah, so new Six Feet Under Open Coffin Orgy. Obviously, you can't see it, but you can check out what it sounds like. I haven't seen this yet.
1: Open. Open. Orgy. orgy.
2: orgy. Open. Open. I'm waiting for something really nasty to happen. Open. Open. I feel like we're on our way there. Open. Let's skip. Oh, yep, naked babes. Oh, there's like intestines being wrapped around people's necks. Oh, yeah, it's Chris gross. Barnes is awesome. It's gross. Oh, they've got saws. There's people. Shotguns.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it's great. Death metal, man. Ain't nothing like it. Wow. Cool. Good times. Uh, Blind Guardian, Gravedigger are going to be playing alongside, uh, I believe some local bands is what's going to be happening, and they're going to be going all the way across the United States to Studio 7. That's the destination point for us. November 17th, Blind Guardian. Gravedigger. When we first started Metal Shop, what was the the documentary from uh, When the
2: Light Takes Us? Yeah. We interviewed those guys that was like right out of the gate for us in like 2010. Uh Uh-huh. And remember how fucking upset they were when we referenced Lords of Chaos? They were like, that book is inaccurate. That Mm -hmm. is a complete misrepresentation of Norwegian black metal. Okay. And death metal. I do remember that, yeah. Uh, well, that book, Lords of Chaos, is being made into a movie now. Oh. So it's becoming a movie version of the book. It's going to be produced by Ridley Scott's Scott Free London and directed by Jonas Ackerland. Rory Culkin is going to be Is that be Macaulay Culkin's son? His little brother. Uh, son, I mean brother, yeah, sorry. <laughs> His could son, be a son. Uh, who was in Scream 4 and Signs, if you remember him in Signs. Yeah. And Caleb Landry Jones, who was in X-Men First Class in Byzantium. They are confirmed for leading roles in the film. So basically, like Varg and Euronymous or what? Like, I don't even know. Wow. So it's going to be. Um,
4: I can see a Culkin kid is death. So
2: the pick follows 17 year old Euronymous, uh, b- who is determined to escape his traditional upbringing in, eight, in the 1980s Oslo. He becomes fixated on creating, quote, n- true Norwegian black metal music with his band Mayhem and creates a phenomenon by using shocking stunts to put the band's name on the map. But as the lines between publicity and reality start to blur, acts of arson, violence, and a vicious murder shock the nation.
3: Dun-dun-dun. Yeah.
2: So we'll find out. They're going to, like, publicize that. I'll see it. We all will.
3: That'd be interesting. What? I can't imagine. Ah, man, Varg on the big screen. Enough to pimp his ego even more. God, no kidding. Uh George Calais of Nile is now streaming a new track called uh, mm. Buried Under the Flames. He is uh doing a solo record, which is called Invictus. Yeah. And it's it has uh, Mike Papa Papa de, du, Papa de, <laughs> Poulos. Papa de Poulos. Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos guitar. Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos. <laughs> Mike Papadopoulos Man, This <laughs> album cover
4: rules too That's a cool album cover Mike Papadopoulos That name is f***ing sweet
2: I wish that was my name right, Mike Papadopoulos
3: What's your name Mike Papadopoulos It's a dust
2: Sounds like Nile. Gee, I
3: wonder why. It's good
2: stuff. I'm gonna skip like seventy-five percent. Same riff. It sounds more black metal, though.
3: I like it. I thought, awesome. Cool.
2: Uh, I think this record's gonna be really good. Only if they have more Mike Papadopoulos. <laughs> that's my new favorite thing. Uh, it's coming out the 18th of May, uh, and or the 19th of May. Mike Papadopoulos. Good stuff. That's that's my new Facebook password. Good luck
3: spelling that. Sh- Mike Papadopoulos.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. Okay. I'll do it. <laughs> P.O. P. I'm just playing. Papa Dop. <laughs> uh, my face hurts. Cool. Well, uh, Arch Enemy has premiered a new music video for Stolen Life. Uh, this features, of course, Jeff Loomis,
2: The Loom of Doom. Uh, this record came out a year ago, War Eternal, but <clears throat> they just re released this music video with him, as you were mentioning. Kind of just randomly interjected, like, yeah.
4: But sweet, so like
0: little oh, sweet yeah, no. solo part. All, all
4: the leads are awesome. I'm not, I'm not trash. Uh, you. And I'm
2: you'll definitely that. be able to pick it out. Let's wait until you hear the first one and see if we all notice at the same time. All the light bulbs go. And then it stops back of the song
1: yeah
4: You guys really
2: did get pretty melodic, didn't they?
4: Oh yeah.
2: Um, it didn't used to be like that.
4: No, it did not. Um, I like they, it. They,
2: Trust they, me, I love yeah. that kind of metal. But they,
4: they were always kind of—they were always pretty melodic. they they really stepped it up. Yep. I. Here's another yeah. Loomis part. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, I—I I mean, it's—it's it's really cool. But I—I I mean, I—I I, when mm. I look for a Jeff Loomis solo, I'm always expecting these these big. Huge, awesome, well thought out guitar porn. Yeah, and these these really—they're kind of teasing you a little things. bit. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of, oh hey, by the way, we have Jeff Loomis in the band now. Weedle, weedle, weedle. We moving on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want to hear I, a new yeah. album. Yes, that's, I, it needs that's to be like here.
3: It needs to be interwoven. I hope, I hope he has like uh, input, like say in in the songs. It's the like song Ryan writing. said a few weeks ago,
2: if you got a guy like that in your band and you're not letting him write songs. F-ing you're
4: effing up. F-ing up.
3: Yeah. Totally.
2: Uh, the Haunted have a new record coming out. Nice. Or they have at least started writing it. They just put out a record last year or two on 2014. Exit Wounds is pretty good record. Pretty heavy. So uh, they're not they're not sitting down and waiting. They got a new record that they're going to be uh, putting out, or they're going to record it at, uh, in August and September. So they're going to release it before the end of 2015. So
3: two records in two years.
2: Well, that's cool. Good for them.
3: Wow. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne donated ten thousand dollars to a bunch of music a bunch of students, age seven to fourteen, who covered "Crazy Train" called- on xylophones! Yeah, called the Louisville Leopard Percussionists, and uh, their video went went viral and uh, got picked up by NPR. And then Ozzy Osbourne sent them a check. He said uh, himself, it his all got boy, slaps. Family and his fans loved the rendition of "Crazy Train."
5: Sounds like the X-Files. And this is pretty cool, man.
2: Sounds like Unsolved Mysteries. These kids are awesome. Someone give him a copy of Blizzard of Oz. This is
6: so awesome. And the kid nails the solo, too.
4: They've got better pitch than Ozzy. Ooh, so weird. I, I think it's at the 2:30 uh, mark the solo comes in. All right,
2: I'm gonna skip up a little bit.
3: They got a bassist and a keyboardist, and
2: kids actually playing an actual drum set too, which is cool.
3: Down.
4: I'm so. Ah, oh, here I go. This is awesome.
2: I can't take my eyes off. Okay, all right, that's enough. That was yeah. awesome. You gave him 10,000 bucks. That rules. That's a, that's a feel-good story all around, I think. Hella. Uh, somebody put a fucking guitar in one of those kids' hands. Uh, how about that? Sounds yeah. like a good idea. I think it's a fundamental learning process of like knowing what notes are and how music works and what music physically looks like. I think all those kids could go on and do some pretty cool shit. Absolutely. Sh-. We need more music for young people, man. I think that's important. Of all varieties. If you start when you're seven years old, you'll be a badass. Kevin, it doesn't matter how old you are. It's you true. just got your first guitar, or not your first. Your first real functioning guitar. Yeah.
4: I spent an hour trying to resurrect that Stratocaster. Uh, dude, man. I know. I tried. I gave it
2: a shot too. It it was missing a couple of nuts down at the bottom, so it would the, two of the strings you just couldn't have on yes. it.
4: Yeah. So
3: bummer.
2: <clears throat> I started on a Squire Stratocaster though. Yeah. Yeah, man. So.
4: Not, not ripping on the Squire somewhere. strats. No, that, that's, uh,
2: Hell yeah. Cryptopsy has a, uh, uh, they're going to release a series of EPs called The Book of Suffering. They're going to put out uh, more music, new music more often. Nice. So good. basically they're writing more quality songs, or less qual. sorry, less quantity, higher quality of songs. It's uh, like Phil Anselmo said a few years ago, he's like, I'm never doing a full length again. Just EPs. Yeah. Put out short bur- uh, bursts of good music. And then if you feel like whatever you're gonna put out sucks, because
3: people don't listen to the entire album. Out. Right?
2: Who listens to an entire record? I know that Steve Rock would be pumped on that man. Do you, Ryan?
4: Do you? Yeah. Are you like I'm gonna put on <laughs> a record digest. and just he, listen to this? Do you? Yeah, I, awesome. I,
3: I wish He's I had one, one what, of those. You know, that's something I should take an effort to actually doing is just like listening to a record and just enjoying the record
4: instead it, of bouncing around with ADD. It, it's got to be something to grasp me though. It, it's. I mean, right. I'll I'll listen to uh, I'll kind of do the do the radio skim through, you know, just just listen to a little bit here and there of each song, and if something grabs my ear, I might listen for a little bit longer. But if if it's a band I'm really into, I'm, I make it a point to sit down and listen to the record, you know,
2: because it changes your opinion of the band. It really you gotta, does. Like yeah. listen to the full statement. Yeah. <clears throat> Unless it really sucks, and then you're like, ah,
0: oh, f- listen to
2: the f- statement. Do I have to listen to seven more songs of this? Yes.
3: Speaking of statements, Guar has parted ways with Kim Dela in a statement that they're not going to deal with the drunkenness. Apparently, something like that. I don't know. It was a series of Facebook messages back and forth on a public Facebook page of Kim. Drama. Uh, A.K.A. Vulvatron. Oh, it, really? Uh, she was fired back in January, apparently, and everything was fine and good and whatever. She was over it. Fine, at least not commenting on it. But they did mention recently that they may resurrect the character with someone else playing it and that They are like we like hit the fan. She was bummed and uh you know she was <laughs> like I helped I helped do the makeup, I helped do all of the, the the suit or whatever, she helped design it. So they just, you know, they had a lot of beef. Beef it beefing, but Guar did part ways apparently back in January, so it's not new news there. <clears throat> but it the is news to me, but it is it is. And no more boobs and gore. Bummer. Uh, Bassist Craig Gruber died on Tuesday
2: uh, at the age of 63 after battling with prostate cancer. Craig Gruber Uh, was the original bass player in Rainbow. Mega bummer. He's the one who played on the first Richie Blackmore's Rainbow. Okay. Which Richie Blackmore later went on to say should have been called Richie Blackmore and Roddy James Dio's Rainbow. But at the time it was his project and uh, that's the first and only record that the guy played on but uh, he also played with Gary Moore, on Victims of the Future, and played with a bunch of other bands in the in the '80s and and so on and so Gary forth. Gary
4: Moore's no slouch, man. That's a he's he's got quite the resume. That right. Rainbow record is so good too.
2: Well, dude, Man on the Silver Mountain,
4: <clears throat> flawless. In 1981 was when that came. Actually,
2: it was before that even. 1975 is when that record came out. <laughs> 1975. Damn. That's, like the, that's the beginning of you know. That's the primordial ooze of what metal crawled out of, my friends. I feel that. It is the metal right there. So rest in peace to him. Uh, we'll be playing some Rainbow on Metal Shop this evening.
3: A little bit more news about Guar. They're actually going to be releasing a book called Let There Be Guar." It's a behind-the-scenes is- history of the most outrageous band featuring over 30 years of documentation with photographs and, uh, you know, crazy stuff. Uh, lots of stories, photos throughout the years, uh, pictures of their Actual suits, their costumes, and cool. all of the stage props and, uh, you know, insane stuff that Guar's known for. You know, a little coffee book table. It's for over 350 Gwar. pages. Wow.
2: For the real fans. Did you guys ever see Strangeland, that D. Snyder movie, back <laughs> in the day in the 90s? I remember seeing no, uh, I didn't.
4: I heard it was weird.
2: Well, okay. Yeah, I remember seeing it on pre- previews of it on VHS tapes in the 90s. And obviously, D. Snyder from Twisted Sister is a. A metalhead and a rock guy, but this is at a time when there was like this movie was f-ed up like it was it was a torture movie. Yeah. So this guy would capture people and like sew their mouths and eyes shut and like pierce them all up in weird, like f-ed up ways. It was f-ed up and so uh, the the soundtrack had System of a Down, Seven Dust, Soulfly, Slipknot, Kid Rock, Cold Chamber, Twisted Sister, Megadeth, Pantera, Marilyn Manson. So it's getting a reboot. It's going to be called The Howling and there's going to be two part it's going to be a two part project. So Strangeland's going to get a reboot. Maybe it'll have another heavy soundtrack. Hmm. Huh. Now that there's like a firm like torture genre like Saw and uh Hostel and
4: uh, I don't know what would it be like? Well, that was kind of before... Uh, human Centipede. Well, strangely, it came out kind of before the horror... The torture genre right. thing was really uh, a yeah, thing to exactly. begin with, you know? so It's cool, man.
3: Reboot. If you like, if you like horror movies, check it out. So uh, this news piece right here is talking about how Carrie King actually defended himself against accusations uh, that he wasn't emotional enough uh, about Jeff Hanneman's death. And I don't know. I Carrie King honestly just doesn't seem like a guy who would show too much emotion anyway so what are they really expecting but at the same time he did do uh what he called a moment of noise at the uh, revolver's golden gods to to shout out jeff hanneman because he said you know this guy doesn't want a moment of silence he's he's jeff hanneman you know let's give him a of a, a moment of noise so that was like one of his one way to like uh really acknowledge it and obviously he talks yeah. about him on stage every night but i guess people were uh saying that he, he just was emotionless and whatever and we're giving him shit for it. So that's weird.
2: Uh, there's a guy where named- People got
3: to be worried about that shit. Right. That's
2: where it like stoops into like
3: TMZ. Like, can leave Carrie King
2: alone, dude. It's like one of his best friends just fucking died. Like, fuck off. Uh, James Evans is uh, this dude in Kentucky who posted some Exodus lyrics on his Facebook page. <clears throat> uh, Exodus lyrics about school shootings, which had happened like- that he had written about Virginia Tech, and the cops showed up to his house and arrested him. Well, now the the ACLU has filed a federal lawsuit on behalf of him against uh, the county that had arrested him for like detaining him and you know infringing on his civil rights because you shouldn't be fucking arrested for shit you say on Facebook. Uh,
4: unless well, unless it's some serious shit.
2: unless you're like here's my plan that I'm gonna take my gun and walk into the school. And I'm going to shoot this teacher in the face and all that. It was like a vague. I wish that they had this uh, the passage right in front of it. But it was clearly like song lyrics, like avant-garde poetry style stuff. Mm -hmm. And so that's the thing now. We've got these dudes that rolled up to the Muhammad cartoon thing in Texas this last week and uh, got shot up. And And they're all complaining because they posted about it on Facebook and Twitter and nobody went to arrest them. So now it's like, are we going to get arrested for saying whatever we want on Facebook and Twitter?
4: Well, we may just. people month. should be aware that there's real world consequences for the <laughs> that they say on social media. Well, there's a difference I mean, because
2: these two dudes who rolled up and did this in Texas were like tweeting back and forth with ISIS. Yeah. That this guy is just a dude sitting in his fucking <laughs> living room, like listening to a metal record going, man, that really, that relates to the situation. I'm yeah. going to post that. Yeah. And it says right here in his in, in his interview he said, uh they never even cuffed me. They just put me in the back of the car. They knew I wasn't dangerous. They were kind of shocked too because they thought it had been resolved. They just had to serve it because it was in their jurisdiction. Weird. So they showed up at his workplace and issued his arrest warrant at work. Oh, that fucking sucks. That's so a bummer. For posting some Exodus lyrics. Right. Garbage. Uh the song was class dismissed, which was on the uh Exhibition A, record with that had uh, the dude that just got fired from Exodus. Can't remember what his name is now. See, that's how fast they just fade away. Rob Dukes. Yep. Well, it's about that time in the podcast where we uh, descend to a new lows. This week, we get help from our friends in Guar. It's brutal poetry, too hot for radio. And this week, Kevin's going to be tackling the Salamanizer.
3: Kevin, take it away. <sighs> Wet your palate. Here's a little something from a god to a slave. I never should have been let out the f***ing microwave. We're on this planet and we're running amok. I should give a sh** but I don't give a f-ck. I don't. Ever since I was a scum dog, I blew a c*** I need a fing suck of to lick along. Burning a mall or two... Blowing the l- I spew. Blow it. You don't want to fucking me? I'll f- you! This is your ass and I'm in it. My man, sexy, will fing you up in a minute. With an axe, sword, mace, pike, you're limbless. Then I'll f- your ass till it's rimless. Oh! You humans always screaming, oh, as you suckle on my s. <laughs> oh, and this <laughs> is always steaming. A drunk, a pervert, a junkie, and a sodomizer. But you can call me the salamanizer. <laughs> give and to Give unto give unto give unto give unto. My life is a luxury so filled with hate. I got 50 slaves heaping maggots on my plate. From my fortress in Antarctica, I watched the world die on my Sony Trinitron that switched to Channel 5. Back on the road, it's no lie. Stupid fucking humans pay money to die. Crushed in the pit, nailed to the stage, I only salt the souls that
0: are underage. Get oh, us some five. snaps.
2: Ah, the almighty odorous Erungus. Rest in peace. That's brutal poetry, too hot for radio. How are we going to go out? Interview with uh, our friends in Witch Ripper?
3: Yeah, Witch Ripper.
2: Thanks for listening to Metal Shops Backstage Pass number 53. See you next time. Don't suck any underage souls. And uh, we're in, in the studio right now with a band called Witch Ripper. What up? Hello, fellows. Hey. These guys have a rad show on May 20th at the sunset with Eris, uh, Maith, and Swamp Heavy. Yeah. So thanks for coming in, fellas.
6: Thanks for having us. Thank man. you. It's a huge honor. Yeah, of so, course. Uh, I glad to be on at 10 o'clock, too. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Right? Like, Metal Shop brutal. Is in. When does that happen? This is awesome. Prime time, baby. It's very rare, man. Saturday rare. night,
5: big time, boys. When yeah. you're going to the club? What do we
2: call that? Uh, you're gonna get. The, it used to be called the Colbert bump, but now it's the metal shop bump.
6: I like it. Happening. Someone's happening. doing
2: a bump. The fact <laughs> that we're that getting bumped,
6: death metal at not four in the morning makes me really right. happy.
2: Well, next year we'll be playing David Letterman. You know, it's it's you know.
6: It's the big time. They'll be calling
3: forward and onwards. So, I would just like to mention that Witch Ripper is possibly one of the coolest band names locally, if not you know just out there.
4: Witch Ripper, I love it. Rip so so you guys rip witches. It's not like you're you're wondering which ripper it was that ripped. It's, it's
3: yeah. Ryan,
4: your are too early to be playing you know
3: You're blowing my mind. Benetton, my head. There aren't that
5: many H's in it. <laughs> That's why okay. he's in the side All right. room. Yeah,
2: uh let's go, go let's let's do an introduction. Start here, let's go around the room, just say your name and what you do in the band. Let's put some voices to some.
6: I'm John, uh, I play bass. My name's Curtis, I do vocals and play guitar. I'm
1: Colton,
2: I play guitar.
5: Oh sorry, say it again. My name's Colton. I play guitar. There we go. I'm Joe. I play drums.
2: Awesome. Sweet. Do we have the whole band here? We're missing anybody? No, nah, we got
6: This is the here. whole band. Surprisingly awesome. enough, we actually all came together.
2: Everyone yeah. was able to have a Saturday night off. Uh, they outnumber us now, too, so they could just beat us to a bloody You guys are screwed. And, uh, take over.
3: So uh, just give us a little idea of like when you guys started, when you guys became a band. Um, yeah, are, dude. are you guys uh, from here in the Northwest? Are you transplants?
6: Kind of. Um, grew up here, but I spent a lot of time in Minnesota, and then... When I decided to move back to Seattle, I was like, "Hey, I really want to move back to play music." I mean, Seattle—why? Who doesn't want to play here and play music? That of course. Yeah. So I recorded an EP and then moved my butt back here and was like, "Hey, I need to find members of this band because so I had this idea for Witch or I want to do this really cool thing with it, and I need to find members." So honestly, I put out ads on Craigslist. I nice. hit up friends. Like, yeah. you just kind of do whatever you do because I was still new to the city. I didn't really know much. Many people. Right. And uh, John, the bass player.
5: Found I moved it. here from Nashville and was trolling Craigslist, honestly, looking for the same thing. And
2: I have got to say, you're like trolling in a sea of weirdos. Ex- it, yeah, we <laughs> are.
5: <Craigslist>. But <laughs> Curtis had a rad EP, and uh,
6: I got to hear it and was like, hey, I hit him up. Yeah, he sent like an actual like, real email like, versus okay. like pro gear, pro attitude, let's do this. You know. <laughs> Come on, bro. Come yeah, on. I'm yeah, here to shred.
2: Bro. That's cool. So uh, how long have you guys been a band now?
6: Uh, about two years now, actually. Yeah, yeah right about there. Yeah.
2: So before get we get into there. some music and let it speak for itself, like who are some of your basic, biggest musical influences as a band? Like,
6: it always boils down to Satan.
5: Let's be honest. All
3: right, Satan, Satan. you're in the you're right Satan. place.
5: And Satan spawned Black Sabbath and right. Slayer. So
3: are you guys a Gorgoroth tribute band? Is that what's going on? So We're getting, getting there.
6: there? <laughs> no, just a Gaul tribute band. Nice. Just his <laughs> life <laughs> practicing our covers. Should these guys know
2: Gaul. their stuff? Awesome. Let's get into it. Uh, which, which Ripper. We got a few songs from them, talking to them uh, throughout the evening. Uh, this song is called Space Debris. Any words before we launch it?
6: It's about space.
2: Debris.
1: <laughs> I
2: like it. Which get lunar, ripper? man. This is Metal Shop. More from these guys. It's 99.9 KISW. Metal Shop 99.9 KISW Space Debris. The first song we're playing from those guys tonight. I like it, man. I really like that a lot. It's very heavy.
6: Thanks, dude. Right. Thank are you. Are you guys aware that Down has a song called Witch Tripper? Uh, yeah. they have Witch Tripper and. It's not Down. No, it is Down. Yeah yeah, Down. yeah, yeah. They wrote it after you, man. Those guys. They were like, those
5: guys. Re- me and Witch Phil are it.
6: pretty tight. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brother. You guys, brothers. Hey, guys. Hey guys, guys, guys hey brother. Brother. hang out at shows and awesome. stuff?
3: All right, well, speaking of, you know, maybe, like, uh, Phil and, and other influential musicians, what got you guys into heavy music?
6: Dude, I, so... What lit the fire, man? 12 years old, walking into a record store, seeing this album that had a bunch of crosses on the front of it, and Uh-oh. then like, oh, what is this? Master of Puppets, first CD I ever bought awesome. with my own money. Hooked from then on. Master. Oh, I mean, yeah, and then I found Pantera. I was like, does this guy have, like, distortion on his voice? What is he doing? I had no idea my brother told my dad that the album was about sodomy and he tried to take it away. He was just trying to mess with me. He's like, these guys write songs. He's like, yeah. And so that was my... <laughs> then they listened to Use My Third Arm and they were like, oh. Ooh, about that. Yeah.
3: Maybe. Maybe it actually is. Yeah. I
6: don't know these other guys. Like,
3: Yeah, what are you guys into? What got you guys into heavy music?
6: Man,
5: I heard early Black Flag and when they got weird and slow and yeah, heavy, yeah. that's what really like drew me in. It was it was cool. And of course, you know, Black Sabbath, Slayer, anything fast and loud. That was yeah. mean.
3: Alienating weirdness of Black Flag. That's awesome.
2: Now, uh, if what are some of the bigger shows you shows you guys have played? Like if any of the metal shop fans listening might have seen you elsewhere out in the metal community.
1: Uh, we opened for Follow
5: Troy back. We opened for Follow Troy uh October? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Six months ago. That's awesome.
2: Ish. Yeah. Another yeah, that good local band.
6: You know, I was yes. really stoked. Um the band Eris. those guys I look up to a lot, they're a great band. They asked us to play their CD release show and that was a super fun show at Low Fire was packed. We turned our fog machine on too much and it got uh-huh. way too bad. Like-
2: <laughs> yeah, you need to be able to see your hands in order to play music. That's definitely yeah. important. It was pretty bad. So, Curtis, you mentioned that you moved to the Northwest, and you've you've worked with all kinds of bands, with uh, Iron Thrones, Moose (laughs) Giganticus.
6: Moose Giganticus. Giganticus. I know, they couldn't have named that any worse, right?
2: I'm just like, (laughs) uh, like I was saying, my hooked-on phonics aren't working tonight, man.
6: Dude, it happens.
2: How'd you you end up working with these guys? What's it like working with those bands,
6: man? Well, well, Iron Thrones was just, like, my Minneapolis band. We had a chance to do a lot of stuff. Um, It's like the Scion guys, they put on a bunch of awesome music festivals, and we won one of these, like battle the band kind of contest with Scion which kinda of elevated us to be able to kinda of tour the country nice. much and stuff like that. Yeah, it was a great experience. Those guys were great. Everyone that we met with that was super friendly and I had nothing but great things to say about the Scion guys. Um, the Mo giganticus stuff was like as I was on Band with Iron Thrones, we played a couple shows with these guys and I got hooked up with the A uh, and R rep from Relapse Records and he was like, Hey, you know, every once in a while we need like touring musicians to go on like play guitar with our bands or yeah. something like that. And so that's how I hooked up with Mo and that was a super fun tour. Got to do South by Southwest, which, if, I don't know if you've ever gone to Texas, like, it is the hottest place on Earth. Oh, like, yeah.
2: It's unrelenting. I right? Swap ass. So,
6: coming from Minnesota, <laughs> it was like, you know, 10 degrees out in March, and then going to like Austin, Texas, where it's 81 degrees, and like, I'm, ha- at the time, I had like long hair and a big beard, and I was just sweating and dying, and like, I mean, the crotch smell was bad, for it's sure. Gross, <laughs> Gold crotch Bond is your smell. friend, man. Yeah, and we were on tour in a freaking vegetable oil tour bus, so we all smell like french fries french and crotch fries. sweat. <laughs> There's worse yeah, things to french smell like, though. Wow. Taco Bell. Are there really worse things to smell like than fr- french fries and crotch sweat? You could be
2: operating on a porta potty dude.
6: <laughs> yeah, At well, least you're not operating on we methane gas. We weren't that far off. Yeah. I'll say that.
2: <laughs> Alright, well, we've all got our own adult beverages here. I mean, hell, it's a metal shop. Uh, before we play another song from you guys, if you could pick a beverage to pair with Witch Ripper, what would it be?
5: The cheap flat beer we're drinking right now.
2: Oh, not like a fuzzy navel. Come on.
5: I'm more of an teeny kind of guy,
2: okay,
6: personally. Okay, there we go.
2: The truth comes out. I like it.
6: Don't don't hate on it. I like your style. Apertini, mimosas, you know all the big ones. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, Bar-
2: Mule, Bartles and James. Mmm. Good mm. stuff. Some fine malt liquor.
3: Witch Ripper in the studio, and they decided their drink. We're gonna play some more of their music. Yeah, let's play Hydra right now. You guys down?
2: Yeah, man. All right, totally down. One. This is Metal Shop. Witch Ripper in the studio. It's Throck. Ripper here on Metal Shop. 99.9 KISW, these guys are badass. Uh, we are in studio at 206-421-ROCK-77999 via text. This is your direct link to talk to a real live band. Oh my God. And uh, we've got more from these guys, more from Witch Ripper next. It's Metal Shop. You know, we as metal fans and music fans have to wade through a lot, a lot. Just a lot of music, a lot of releases, a lot of bands. So we are happy here on Metal Shop to be shining a spotlight on a great, great local band by the name of Witch Ripper. Gentlemen, thanks for coming in and playing some music for us. See, thank thanks for, you. Thanks for having us. Yes. Oh, yeah. We wanted to talk again about your show uh, coming up on May 20th at the Sunset. Sunset, where is that for people who don't know?
6: That's in the old uh, Ballard. The old Ballard. Ballard. Beautiful Ballard. Ballard. Nice. Fisherman's Piers.
2: Ballard, Washington.
6: That place is great. They remodeled it. It's awesome.
3: And you can have a couple drinks while you're there.
6: A few We encourage that
1: Yeah, we highly
3: do Four or five You guys are uh, going to be playing with Eris, Maeth, and Swamp Heavy Is that Maeth? It's is it, is it Maeth math Okay math Right on
6: No, it's Maith.
2: Okay, it's Maith. Now, it's, speaking of which Who are some uh, other good local bands That people should check out? Who are some of your, your guys' favorite local bands?
6: E, Who's Ox is Gord Top yes. list for sure Those guys
2: work really hard, man
5: oh, There's, yeah. there's
6: some, some lot of homies tours.
2: Definitely Fall of Troy
5: They've been good to us
6: yeah, man. I mean, there's so many good bands. There's the big bands like the Helmsley. Those, those guys are sound great. Killer. Every time. Always.
2: That's obvious. one band that every, every other local band keeps saying, Helmsley, Helmsley, Because they kill it.
6: Locally, I mean, like, there's a they're band. They're good to you. Yeah. There's a band called Un, just U-N. They play this melodic doom metal. Every time they play, I try to go to their shows. You will be crushed every time. They do a fantastic job. Sweet. Monty. I love seeing
5: tacos. They, they yeah. tear my face off every time. Tacos.
6: Shout out to Lupe. She's the woman. Of the Seattle scene, so
2: many good bands in the in the Northwest. Absolutely, of course. rock, heavy metal, punk, hardcore—so much good stuff.
6: The ska allowed? is that a thing? Uh, one More of my buddies, horns. <laughs> my buddy was a,
2: a bartending at. <laughs> I hate on the ska. My buddy was bartending at Anchor this week, and he was playing just ska for five hours. Why is that? Buddy, is I'm he still alive? The bar.
6: It's <laughs> the most hated genre of music. I haven't heard from him since. <laughs> there.
2: I don't know where he is right now. I hope yeah, he's, it's probably Jacob, best. I hope you're still alive, Jacob. Trombones, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna play one more song from you guys before we uh, continue on with Metal Shot, but uh, we want to give you an opportunity to, you know, shout out your online presence. Where can we Dude, find you? Absolutely. If we like it, how how can we find it?
6: You know, pretty active on Facebook and Instagram, stuff like that. Twitter's great. You, for downloading our music, go to our Bandcamp. It's just Witchripper at Bandcamp. Or if you Google our band name, it's the first thing that pops up all the time. Lots um, of YouTube videos are out there. Absolutely. We're really easy Some to find. Some live
2: videos. I'm noticing this song is called
6: Queen of the Green. It's not about drug use. Okay, it's about drug use.
1: <laughs> going to
5: say it. That's you infer so what you want.
6: It's not that we encourage drug use at our shows. We, we just w- don't
5: disencourage yeah. it. Yeah, no, I actually encourage it. I'd say it. you guys
3: need to stick we around for it. the dub sack.
5: Yeah.
2: Well, that's quite in the distance, man. We'll see if we can make it through. Drugs. <laughs> Queen of the Green, thanks again to Witch Ripper. Stay in school. Drugs. And, uh, we're gonna get Thank this, you, guys. This interview is going to go up on our Metal Shop Backstage Pass podcast on KISW this week. Drugs. Witch Ripper on Metal Shop.
1: Yeah! <laughs>